been so wild lately. He doesn't seem to listen. He doesn't obey my commands, and we can't even bribe him with trees. He's gotten so out of hand, he may even have to be put down. God is not the problem here. The problem is the people who want to be the leader of the pack. We reintroduce God. We retrain people. You're listening to The God Whisperers. Hang on, baby Jesus. This is going to get bumpy. <laughs> Welcome to The God Whisperers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. I'm Bill Swirla. Oh, gosh. We're starting out bumpy. Wow. We're, hang hang on, baby on, baby Jesus. It's going to be bumpy. Hang on, baby Jesus. This is going to get bumpy. <laughs> Uh, uh, great, great, uh, great, great excerpt there. Uh, Ricky Bobby. Ricky how, can you, Bobby. how can you go wrong with the ballad of Ricky Bobby? Is that that's just amazing stuff right there. So, God whispers the the hotline. I'm getting right <laughs> to it. You're going. You're going. Right I'm, for I'm that, going. Right I'm for going straight in. Hell, you could say that ten thousand times, and it know. still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love. It. Say it one more time. <laughs> Shake it back. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You love that. Uh, the Skype hotline, 626-593-7713, Manly Durs 13, Manly Doctors 13. Do, do we have any um, phone calls? On yes, the, yes, we do. We I, do. Would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been immortalized. There is the, yeah, uh, that... the, the live recording of Hanning's um... <laughs> famous phone call. Famous phone call. Yeah, that's, Skype, that's right. Yes. Godwhispers.com or .org, uh, and you can email us, and please do. We, we love your emails. We read them all. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just momentarily distracted. Godwhispers at gmail.com. We have an email from our Auntie Santa. Oh, we got to go to the mailbag. Got that mailbag music? I don't have it. It's buried Sorry, under a was, bunch of windows. I was playing here. Richard Cheese Rock Lobster. I was enjoying the Richard Cheese. Why don't you just stay with it? Oh, I mean, we could do that. You want I, to I like it? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, okay, so this that. is this is Rick Statler. I'll, uh, I'll the, just drop it down. The Anti-Santa. He says, ho, ho, ho. Anti-Santa here moved from Antarctica and now in the Marshall Islands. Wow. Kwahalin, however you say that, atoll... 2,200 miles southwest of Hawaii and 1,500 miles east of Guam. Ronald Reagan missile test site. Yep, we watch the skies and we launch at them too. Holy cow. He's going to take care of those Koreans. He gets around. Man, he goes from McMurdo Station in Antarctica to some tropical paradise. I don't know what he's like the show with self-communion addressed recently. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, one of my worries at McMurdo, Antarctica, is how can I receive communion with no pastor here? Never resolve that issue. Well, you know, if you ask us, we'll never resolve any issue. Guess if there's no ordained minister, I can't have communion. That's probably the safe way to go. Why don't yeah. we just go with that one? Yeah. That's not so much no, no ordained ministry. It's no church. Well, there's no that. church, no yeah. minister. Have a church, get a minister. What if North Korea blows up all our ordained at the convention? Well, that would be a kind of a start toward revival of the church body right there, I think. <laughs> I'm thinking that's not a bad thing. I am the convention essayist. Can you uh, believe that? The first, the first one. There are four. Steve Mueller and a couple other guys are doing the others. But I don't know why they never asked me to do these things. Well, I, <laughs> I'm not sure why they asked me. Uh <laughs> I am the essayist. Sunday evening, the opening, uh, the opening session of the convention, I will be uh, pontificating on the theme, Baptized for This Moment. 
Wow. Baptized for the smoke. There goes a Richard Cheese. Chased by a catfish. Okay, back. Still fueled by Sargadoa a week later. Um, 6% alcohol by volume. You're still sipping on that. Yeah. 6% per volume by volume. So that's 12 proof. No, no. Six um, percent, yes, twelve proof. 12 proof yeah. yeah, but we don't think when, when you're down at those levels, you don't think proof. No, not so much. Proof, proof is up when you're getting around to the 40, 50 percent alcohol. That's where you start talking. Yeah, proof. well, you know, it's, it's certainly not flammable at that level. No, no, can't light it. Not like the flaming fundagelical. No, which we will get to sooner or later. <laughs> as soon as we find a lighter, um, and some asbestos. Do we, do we need, you know, for the drink contest, should we have a fire extinguisher handy? I'm thinking we should. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned because um, we'll probably be doing it either at church. Oh, that'll look good. Yeah, just <laughs> set up a bar on my desk. There's a career. You're lucky, we man. Ah. There's, there's a, there's a uh, career-limiting move right there. <laughs> Really, though, I am concerned as I live in many places where I have no one to administer the sacraments. Yes, but you have nice beaches. Okay, I'm just saying. That is sacramental. What would itself, Mad Max do if he was a Lutheran? Who is Mad Max? And why are Why are we asking? Huh? Mel Gibson. Oh, oh, oh that Mel. Oh, yeah. What would he do? Mad Max. You never saw Mad Max no. movies. No. You never saw Road Warrior or no. Beyond Thunderdome. No. 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 Really? Really. I don't do movies, man. This is why you don't have a great appreciation for post-apocalyptic living. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Post-apocalyptic Yeah, living. you're not a prepper. You, you don't have your, your, no, your I, I hidden don't. bunker. I'm not ready. You, you don't have I got, your, I, your... I have nothing. I, there, I have nothing, man. You don't have your 15,000 gallons of water if hidden the, If the Great Tribulation and Armageddon hits tomorrow, I got nothing. You, you don't even have your assault rifles. No. I, I don't. I, I, don't I have even, nothing. I don't come knocking at my door. I, I, you'll just get the flamethrower up the butt. <laughs> That's what you'll get. I. I I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll set Rufus loose on I you. I think I. I think I have a couple of cans of beans in the garage. Oh, that's I, good. I, that's, that'll that'll get you through a few years. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, could one get a house church going of confessional Lutherans and receive the body and blood by a layman? Answer, I, answer is no. If you get a house church going of confessional Lutherans, then pick one of you guys to be the, uh, pastor. To be the pastor, and then you have a pastor. That, Not that was, on a rotating basis either. No, just, just on a permanent basis. That's right. And he doesn't have to go to seminary. You know, just, but pick somebody who, you know, is go and read 1 Timothy 3. And if, and if he meets the criteria and, and he's, you know, then, then that's, that's that's, that's your that's your pastor. Fill the office because where there's a gathering uh, that's called a house, you know, a house church is just simply a church that meets in a house. There's there's nothing sort of different from a house church than the church that meets in some cathedral, except it meets in somebody's home. Now, if you were a family of say three, right, mother, father, child, yeah, and you're somewhere out near Guam or something like that. Could the father just serve as the pastor? Luther said no in 1523 to the Senate at Prague when they asked that question. Yeah, those uh, Bohemians were yeah, he, a little Yeah, he, uh, he, he said you can baptize, and you should. So, you know, it was father's business to baptize, but he said better to go a lifetime without uh, observing the sacrament than to have it in a dubious manner. So he considered well, that I, sort of that. He considered that kind of dubious. Where two or three are gathered in my name. Yeah, but that, that, that doesn't... That doesn't uh, um, so how many do you need to uh, legitimately call a pastor? Salary and benefits. 
You need a pension plan. <laughs> and a pension plan, yes. Yeah. Now, in the synagogue, in the synagogue, I'm told. <coughs> Sorry. Nougat. Get that out. Wait, I have nougat. <laughs> You've been chowing down on that stuff. I, I have. I'm, I notice you have it out of reach. It's way out of reach. Me. Yeah, no, that's right. For me, I, I'm respecting I your training plan. That's I can't what, get to it. It's, that's a, it's good. It's good. We, more, <laughs> more of Kirstie's nougat continues to power this. That is, that's good stuff. It is. It's a little powdery, but I like it. So anyway, uh, what were you asking again? How many, uh, what do you need to constitute oh, the, a quorum for church? The synagogue said 10, 10 men. 10. Uh, 10 men. So that you could, everybody tithing could support one rabbi. Now, I have a family in my church with eight or nine kids. Would that constitute? Households, households. Oh, ten men. Yeah. Men, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. There's no. There's no clear answer for that. In the in the first century. Well, if two women count as one man in witness, <laughs> no, they won't. then uh, what, now what if you were on the island of Lesbos? Lesbos, or, or you were you were somewhere the in the island Amazon. of Lesbos? Yeah. Let's let's let's. I don't know. Let's I'm stay just, there for a second. I'm just I'm just assuming that they're all women there. But uh, so say you're the lone man and and the Whoa. Amazons. Yeah. The and the Amazons. The okay. the Amazons take you captive. And you tell them about Jesus, and there's a massive conversion with, with 8,000. I'm stuck at being taken captive by Amazon. They want your seed. By 8,000. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait. Attention. That's way the over. The following segment contains a homeschooler alert. Attention. The following segment contains a homeschooler alert. Okay, so these women have taken you captive. Amazon. I don't know why. You're, you're out there looking for bugs, and all of a sudden I you're, was, you're I in was a cage. Just, I was just They're looking at you with real hungry eyes. I was I don't sightseeing. Know. I had a bottle of water. I, I mean, I was just. Whatever you know, happened. Doing and, my and naturalist thing. There you go. I don't mean naturist thing. I meant naturalist. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay. Uh, so. So they take you captive, and there, there are 8,000 warrior princesses there, scantily clad, by the way. And, uh, and, and you, you tell them the gospel, and they, they come to faith in Christ. And, <laughs> and you have 8,000 women on your hands here, which is a lot of estrogen that's, in that, that place. That's, I mean, that, just, that's enough to just, that say, just say, please kill me now. <laughs> yeah, <right>. but, but <laughs> and, and they get their cycles all the same. I mean, oh, gosh. Get, yeah, no, this oh, is why they're fierce. Yeah. So, so. Anyway, you've got all these warrior princesses who are now Christians, and you're baptizing them left and right. Could they call you to be their pastor? They could. But there, there, there aren't ten men. There's just you well, and, and a bunch of hot chicks, the, the, scantily clad. <laughs> it, it, it has to deteriorate. You're distracting me with that. I can't, I can't answer in a responsible theological fashion with that kind of mental imagery going on. <laughs> Well, you know, you look at like it. Where was it in 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 um, in Philippi? Uh, they, there was no synagogue. Paul Paul went expecting a synagogue. There was none, but there were some women who were meeting at the river for prayer, and that became the nucleus for the Philippian church. Yes. I believe that that met in the the uh, the 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 home of of was it Lydia? the Amazon Queen. Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but but so it the, the it, it had a female benefactor. <laughs> Right. So could could Paul then give them communion? Oh, although he's he's the roaming apostle. Can, yeah, can yeah. he just 
His instructions. His can can he just do communion at will? Well, since you know he's not clear, under it's, special it's orders. It's not quite, quite clear what they did, but it is clear that he instructed Timothy, Titus, etc., to um, appoint elders in all these churches that they have founded. So, so this this was incomplete business. These these so-called house churches had to have pastors. Well, I think that is important also to point out that elders in the Bible are different than elders in our church these days. That is right. Elders in the Bible were pastors. That That is correct. Pres- so, so I think the first thing, dispense with this notion that house church is anything other than a church, a congregation that meets in a house. There you go. Um, and, uh, and if you are a layman distributing the body and blood of Christ, then you're not a layman. You're, you, are, you are doing the work of the office of the ministry. And so that community gathered uh, ought to just see to it that the office is filled. Now, first, you have to get your nonprofit corporation started. And your 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 charter. Rick continues. <laughs> How Sorry. did they do it in the first century? Well, we just kind of talked about that. Didn't they they met where they could, and uh, and the apostles clearly were uh, hard pressed to uh, fill the office at each of these places. I know this can cause a controversy, but you seem to have gotten beyond that. Well, not controversy. After all, you are in California. What does that mean? Uh, but still, my pastors, and, st- and still, my pastor speaks fondly of you. So there. <laughs> in spite of being in California? I don't know. Hang on, baby Jesus. This is going to get bumpy. There you go. I have a two-year job contract here, a mile and a half, uh, and a mile and a half long by 800 yards wide island. What, wait, wait. R- what are those dimensions re- again? His island is a mile and a half long by 800 yards wide. Who did this guy tick off? He ends up in the, the most... No. With tropical weather every day. Oh, that's nice. Sunshine, yeah. beaches, scuba diving, sailing, fishing, golf, no cars, only <sighs> bicycles. What do you think? But Shouldn't where, where I get something again? else going? Oh, and they have home-brewed beer. You, 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 We're going. You... Uh, we're going. You know what? We need to do a little investigative work. We'll we'll, t- we'll bring communion with us. Golf <laughs> golf with front nine here. Back nine is a free plane ride to another island <laughs> in the atoll. What, what is the name of this island where he is again? Uh, let's see. Kwajali. Qu- Qu- Sp- spell, Qu- spell it. K-W-A. J A L E I N Quajaline Quajaline E I N E I N Quajaline Quajaline Atoll. All right, I'm I'm just uh, one Google search away from this place here. All right, so is there more to this letter? That's it. Oh, sure. Santa has a brand new bag. He says. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so K W A J A. L E I N, E I N, yeah. So oh, this, there it is. So this guy goes from McMurdo Station on Antarctica to some tropical paradise, a mile and a half long and eight hundred yards wide. Yeah, they've got all sorts of uh, like satellite equipment set up there. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet they do. Oh yeah, this is this is rough living right here. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, um, Lincoln Laboratory Services as scientific. Let, let, let's let's get let's get down to business here. Reagan okay. test site. There it because, is. Because because I think we owe Rick 
something better than just just our randomness. Well, I'm I I, I owe him some covetousness right now. Well, yeah. Now I, we can basically owe him our services. Look at this. There, there's like, oh my goodness. It's like all Holy landing strip and beach and beach. It's just it's it's basically an airport with a beach. <laughs> And blue, blue water. I, that water, well, that may be digitally enhanced, but um, I'm... Uh, Look at that. Look, that reminds there. me to get the viz on my tanks uh, taken care of. We are going scuba diving. Look at that. I'm seeing reef. Although this is... this, this It looks like... <laughs> now, I might be, might be mistaken here, but it looks like the golf course runs <laughs> alongside of the landing strip. They don't have a lot of room to work with. No. Here. That's one wicked fairway, though. <laughs> Straight doesn't have a lot of dog leg to it, but boy, you gotta you gotta basically pull out. You yeah, gotta look, pull look out, out for the water hazard driver. there. You got yeah. you got serious water hazard. The water there. hazard to the right is killer. <laughs> you'll wow. never you'll never see your ball again. That is an interesting, interesting looking place. He right gets there. some of the you know. I, I gotta hand it to Rick. He it's, gets he gets assignment. It's very densely populated, though. For, for well, it is. It's packed. Yeah, for the size of it's the island, like, it's it's all used up. It's kind of like it's, if you just sort of took you know, you know how they do those skin samples where they just like like pop a hole out of your face or something. It's like if you did that in uh, in the Los Angeles area and just kind of like took out a chunk of Los Angeles and floated it. Now he's not, but he's uh, got beach. He he's not in the military, is he? He works for these Tesla. I, I think and I stuff. think that he's I think he's he's in support. Wasn't he in waste management or something? <laughs> something like that. like that. Yeah, he's handling the outhouses there or something. Man. But but let, let's get back to the issue very quickly. Marshall Islands. Very oh, okay, that explains a lot. There you go. Very, very quickly. All right. The issue. You're on he is on the island. We always talk about being on the island. I know. Not the Amazonian island, not the island of Lesbos. But he's on an island. He, and, is, and, he is indeed. And you're not going to have an established church slash congregation, all that kind of stuff going on. Although as, as densely populated as it is, you, you may well have... Uh, so, I, I'm sure there are chaplains that come through. You get... Yeah, okay. So chaplain is one solution. Okay, chaplain is one solution. I personally... Now, you can, you can hang me for this. This is what I always think of when I think of this island. That would be... Yeah. The, 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 this would be... Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm holding up a picture of a bunch of women dressed like belly dancers. Well, no, they're, they're 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 tropical, tropical belly dancers. They're tropically dressed. They've got a baseball when, team. <laughs> oh no, that's a band. When it's when it's that warm, it like you know, team. clothing is kind of kept to a minimum, optional. Mm-hmm. optional. But but I think if you're if you are ga- if you you are at a place and there is no church and there are no chaplains coming through. Etc. Etc. And a starfish right there. Yes. And 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 there's. Is that your? Is that me? I don't know. Something's making weird Some, chirping noises. Making noises. I don't think people can hear that on the over the microphones. Um, you uh. <laughs> we have all kinds of sounds going on here. And I I think what you is that you or me? Well, I'll turn mine down and we'll see. Where's the volume on that? There it is. I think I you, you... That's not mine. My volume's down the all the way. heck? It's not my phone. Mm-hmm. It's not this. It's weird. Maybe it's something in the other room. Could Who be. knows? People probably can't hear it anyway. So you're gathered. You have a group of people gathered. You're in isolation. What is this noise is going to drive me nuts? 
There's a nice reef for you right oh, there. Oh, man, that's a nice reef. Yeah. That's something weird. Oh, you know what? I bet it's Paula's uh, iPad, uh, iPhone. That It sounds like an iDevice. So uh, let me just, uh, while you do that, I'm going to pontificate okay, for a while. So you, you have a group of people. They're gathered together around word and sacrament. And I, I believe that at that time and that place, they constitute the church. In fact, they are all of the church that there is visibly on this island at that time. And since they're not just there for like a week or two on vacation, but they're there on some sort of open-ended or long-term assignment, that the best and most orderly thing would be for them to select one of the men, and let's make it men so that we don't have to deal with anything else. You know, when you're, when you're kind of doing stuff, you want to do the minimum amount of innovation that you have to do. And basically recognize that you have the church, you have, you have the office, the office needs to be filled, and you put somebody into that office, and that, that situation exists for as long as that living circumstance exists. It's no different than when a congregation sets up shop and then there comes a time, you know, congregations die out. Uh, the church hasn't ceased to be. It's just that that congregation has ceased to do business in that place. Um, and so uh, that's basically, it's, it's sort of bootstrapping the ministry the way Luther advised the Bohemians in Prague in 1523. It's just... Elect somebody, start over. If you need more pastors, then he can ordain others. But, uh, you know, you're just basically restarting church and ministry in that place. Luther does make it clear that there is an emergency baptism, an emergency absolution, but no emergency Lord's Supper. There's the idea of an emergency feast is kind of an oxymoron. Right. You know, it's just, it, it doesn't have that character. Plus, the Augustinian example is always near death. Death is imminent. So you have the, the, um, the catechumen uh, absolving or, or the, the, the Christian baptizing the catechumen, the catechumen absolving the Christian, and then the boat sinks. Right. So, so death is imminent. Now, in those situations, all bets are off. You do what needs to be done uh, that the gospel may be applied to everybody. Uh, but here you're not talking about an emergency. You're just talking about a long-term, orderly, open-ended situation where there is no church and no prospects of a church being founded. And uh, I, I think that's entirely possible. What do you think about that? Just, just fill the office that is there. I don't see a real problem with it. You know, it's, it's, it's church rules that have been made on a denominational level that say you must go to seminary. And, and I know it's based on the scriptures, you know, first uh, Timothy three and uh, Titus talk about how a pastor should be qualified for the position. One of those qualifications is he should be learned. He should know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, be able to teach and refute uh, doctrine. Shouldn't be a new, and, and, a new uh, convert. Exactly. Uh, should only have one wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of helpful in that regard. Although I don't really think that's what that phrase means. Ah, we can we can argue over that later. But yeah, and and so you anyway, know me in biblical phrases. Yeah, you you and your numbers <laughs> and stuff. A hundred and fifty three fish. Oh crap! Here we go. Here we go. So anyway, you know, call one according to scripture, not according to synodical guidelines. You won't be part of the Missouri Synod. Uh, but that doesn't mean right, and, that and, doesn't mean much. <laughs> it, well, and don't assume that if you get off the island, all of a sudden you know you're entitled to call somewhere in the church body. Right. That was a kind of a at that time at that place sort of thing. Now, is that the way you run it all the time? No, but not. Life is not all lived on a mile and a half by eight hundred yard island. 
Although you could do a distance MDiv through someone like Liberty Baptist uh, Seminary. Yeah, you, could, you could do a distance and, MDiv and through then, any uh, one of our institutions, And then too, uh, sure. colloquy in once you come back to the well, States. But, but you, you raise an that, interesting point. Which, which will actually get you preferential treatment and better placement than the rest of us. Yeah, you'll, you're, you're, you've moved to the head of the call <laughs> <Right>. line. <laughs> you know, never mind the CRM guys. Uh, and I'm talking about the ones who, you know, are, are not on drugs or right. eating their wives. But, but I, I'm just talking about the guys who had the misfortune of losing their call right. and not having another one. Well, churches who've gone under or, or yeah, or, I mean the church can't afford to pay them got anymore. Got blown away, went under, uh, just and so you're left without a viable call and you're just sitting on ice. So then you end up on CRM and nobody wants you because they think you're broken. Yeah, you're a leper. Yeah, and whereas, whereas they should be reading Ugh. Jonathan Fist broken and understand what broken really means. What are you? What are you holding up? There? I'm, I'm just. I'm just taken by the island here. So, so well, congratulations, Rick. You're on an island, uh, and uh, it's. It looks a lot warmer and sunnier, and all around nicer than are, McMurdo Station. These are not during Antarctica. the good days here. Those were not that's, the good uh, days yeah, on the Marshall World Islands. World War II. The, they're yeah. they're hauling again. Well, I, that's probably one reason why Rick's still there. Because of World War II. Well, worried about the Japanese. That's why we were there in the first place, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. So, uh, let's see. They have a a Roman Catholic priest and a Protestant chaplain. Okay. Now this this raises the question: You do have one who is called and ordained, and the Roman Catholic priest who recognizes the body and blood of Christ. Yet there's the problem of the sacrifice of the mass and some other stuff. Uh, do you then? Compromise and commune with the Roman Catholics. Uh, that'd be my not solution. confessing with them. That'd be my solution. You can hang me later. But if I'm if I'm stuck in that situation, I just go to the Catholic priest. Kind of you know say, look, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what I believe. This is what I don't believe. This is why I'm here. Drinking with Calvin and wait, Luther. wait, 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 wait. They even have a Mormon who comes in. Wh- oh, they have a Mormon chaplain. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I bet you they have a Wisconsin synod. <laughs> Let me read this to you. KRS employs a Roman Catholic priest and a Protestant chaplain. We have active Catholic and Protestant congregations. Both groups meet at the Island Memorial Chapel. Daily Catholic Mass is held in the Catholic priest's office. Weekend services include Saturday 5.30 p.m. Mass and a 9.15 a.m. Sunday Mass. CCD is offered at 10.15 uh, Sunday religious, etc. Uh, Protestant services are held on Sunday at 8 a.m. and 10:45 in the chapel. Sunday school is held at 9:15 in the religious education building. Both congregations sponsor a wide variety of activities for all ages throughout the week. Christian Women's Fellowship meets on the first Sunday, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In addition to these groups, a Baptist Fellowship meets at the Community Acti- Activity Center on Sunday mornings. The Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints also meets at the Community Activity Center on Sunday. So th- this right, well, you actually... Got, you, got, you got three options going. You don't have Wisconsin Synod, so you're SOL there if you're, you're Wells. <laughs> but, but, you know, so here's what you got. You got Protestant, the generic Protestant, that's going to be Baptist. You got a Roman Catholic guy who's busier than the two of us combined. Yeah. And he's living on an island that's a mile long, a mile and a half long, 800 uh, yards wide with nine-hole golf course. <laughs> And and well, uh, and and then the Mormons. Now, okay, the no brainer. Mormons eh, not gonna play there. Right. Protestants, nah, not really interested. They're about as in, they, you know they're about as close to us as the Mormons are. So we're gonna let, let that one slide. I'm going with the Catholic. 
Well, and that, that leaves us at the, the Lutheran dilemma. We are, Catholic, we are Catholic and Protestant at the same time, but neither at the same time also. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to lean, go lean toward, toward the Catholic. And, and, I mean, you know, the guy's, the guy's on an island. It's a mile and a half long, 800 yards wide, has a golf course, nine holes, then they fly you to the next day. The, the Dude, work on your tan, scuba dive, snorkel, and enjoy your baptism. I'm all over that, man. Enjoy your baptism. Forget about communion no, for now. I, just, I, no, no. Just go hear the, hear the liturgy and the word. I disagree. The man's pious. He desires the body and blood of Christ. He's hungering for the sacrament. I think the Lord has provided the sacrament uh, in an acceptable form and manner with the Catholic priest. Is, is, is that, is that your, your normal, everyday, average solution? No. I mean, the alternative is get a bunch of confessionally-minded Lutherans together, form your own congregation, call one amongst yourselves to be a pastor, and, and do it that way. I, in fact, I'm more comfortable with that. Truthfully, there's a large lizard on the wall. Oh, that was a crazy game of poker. Outside? Yes, the outside boy, he's sunning himself. That was a Doug the Dog moment. I was. We'll like, be back. I like those. Oh, we are. My 20 from down in my fist, rich and the man to my left, sporty dog. What? Whispers. I almost said the Rock Lobsters. I don't know why. I'm out of my mind. Wow. Hey, it's been rough. It's yeah. been rough. Well, you're sleep deprived. 
You're Craig D'Onofrio. I am. Bill Swirla. We're back again for another half hour of God whispering. And, and we're listening, no doubt, because there's been a hue and cry that people have wanted more, no doubt, on the God Whisperers Facebook page. Of course, it was worded in, please don't ever play No Doubt Again, which we know means deep down inside, please play more Yeah, no we, doubt. we know that people speak in code. Right. And, and we've decoded it. So, so we, we learned this with Jesus as a friend of mine. And, it's, and the lesson, though learned hard, stuck with us the whole time. That when people say, don't play that stuff. What they really mean is play more, please. And, but also, when when they say, please, please, play more of it. What they really mean is play more, please. Yeah. See, yeah. so it, it, once, you, once you get a hold of that, um, I find that that's also useful in marriage, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It basically, please stop means please more is what that means. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> please don't go out drinking with your friends anymore means uh, party on. Hang on, baby Jesus. This is going to get bumpy. <laughs> I love that, that one. We, we need that. Hey, uh, last half hour, I as I was going through the mailbag, I... I Let's see, let's see if I can find out who it was. So somebody gave us a book recommendation. Yes, this is from Kurt. Uh, Kurt uh, just sends on this book recommendation under the subject heading booze, oh, um, apropos booze. of our drink contest, which I hope by the time the next show airs, and that would be uh, this is the April 22nd show, that, that the next show we will have the first, second, third place winners announced. I actually have this book. It's my personal goal. But it's called Drinking with Calvin yep. and Luther by Jim West. I actually have it you have somewhere it. in a box. Ah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your, your life, you're a gypsy right now. I am. I'm a um, hobo. You, you, you have moved from your mom's basement to your father-in-law's house. Well, you're taking over now. You're not squat- permanently. Just you're for, like one of those just squatters. For recording today, but hey, have you seen have you seen this, these squatters where they somebody goes on vacation and they just take over your house? Yeah, and then you have all sorts of legal and hassle to get them out of your house. Good luck getting them out. <laughs> what a great country we live in. Speaking of great country, uh, yeah, this 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 could be mildly controversial, but um, down down uh, at the end of our subdivision, and we live in an incorporated uh, area, county, yeah. County, yeah, of LA County, but um, this huge house went up. They tore down. They tore down. Uh, it's a corner lot. They tore down a, a basic bungalow, you know, like like my house and the other. They, but they tore. You, it down. you guys have what about? 1,500 square feet? Yeah, it's actually on the books 1,400, it's, okay. uh, and, and it's 1,450, or, or, or it's, it's more with the add-on, but it's an unapproved add-on, so it doesn't show And then up. what about your underground bunker? How many square feet is that? Uh, well, no, as you've just described, I'm not prepared for any, so I have no bunker. <laughs> I, I've got a garage. I've got a 400-square-foot garage. You've got power tools. Cluttered with power tools, yeah, you that, got tools that have been idle for about a year, you know, is all my ADD interest. But that, I did want to talk about that. What I want to talk about, though, is they, they scraped that house, and they put in this humongous two-story um, kind of like mini mansion and and it was tasteless going up and i was deeply concerned and I, we were just watching this house go up and how it was built and and it just didn't look right it did not look like one of these houses that one would expect for a family to reside in well i think i figured it out five families are going to reside in it birthing house oh that's a big thing in in my in my neck of the woods is these chinese family the chi- pregnant chinese women come 
and they, they have their American babies. They they everyone. have their babies, and their babies have American papers. Yes, anchor babies. It's it's they're using anchor baby in a different way. They're not they're not basically using it for the social services, but it is a it, it is a citizenship sort of. Uh, they're pegging a citizenship yeah. with that. And it comes in handy even if you go back to China. You you have you have this dual citizenship, or your kid does. Now is it is it China China or Taiwan China or China. Hong Kong China, 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 China or? So how are they getting over here in the first place? Uh, there's the... a there's apparently a brisk business in this hmm. brisk brisk. So it's kind of it's it's the you know it, it's 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 a variation on that that house that has a hundred families living in. They, well, as my church, people just keep pouring out of the house on a, you know, as as my congregation keeps diminishing my pay, I need to keep my options open. So I need to think about this one a little bit more. What's that? A human trafficking? House. Yeah, human trafficking. Yeah. I, you think the Senate would have a problem with that? I think so. Oh. I, but I haven't read the latest on immigration. <laughs> uh, there, there is The CTCR has just come out with a, a, a definitive statement on, on immigration policy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that. You didn't get it? I don't think so. You're you out know, of the was, loop. When did you get it? Last week. Yeah, I've been on vacation for a week, week and a half. Vacation? Well... Taking care of Did, helping take care of my father in law who just had that, bypass. That's a vacation. That, call that vacation. Yeah. How's but he doing? He's he's getting better. He's getting better. And and this will be two weeks from now, so he'll really be better, hopefully. <laughs> or dead. Prayer. I'm hoping better. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's 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 on the mend. Good. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear that. Um I think we should pick up where we left off last week. And uh we, we kind of went through parts of John twenty one. And I have a really good Nagel sermon. It, it, we have two, and, and this is the second of the two that I have. On John 21, the occasion, the context is seminary. The occasion is, I think, near call day. And we should be near, we should, well, we... Yeah. We, we're either coming up to it or it's happened. I don't, I don't know, but this, this should be off. Do you know close. the date this year? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's also offered on the feast of St. Timothy, I believe, or in recognition of that, but with all of the above, this is a sermon on John 21, 15 through 17. The gospel, <clears throat> John 21, 15, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. The Gospel of the Lord. Which professor is fussing back there? They should take that professor to the cry room immediately. So where is St. Timothy in all of the foregoing? And it's just as hard uh, to spot the man in Article 5 of the Augsburg Confession. Nothing of St. Timothy in the lessons. I didn't pick them. Nothing of St. Timothy in the lessons. 
everything of St. Timothy in the lessons, everything that matters, everything that he is there for, everything that he was put there for at his ordination by the Lord with his words and the hands of the Presbyterian into the apostolic ministry. Same one as Paul. As Paul put it, till I come, attend to the public reading of scripture, to preaching, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophetic utterance when the elders laid their hands on you. There are the verbs a, a pastor is given to do. They don't happen unless he is there doing them. They are his office. This office has a number of names, and each name says it with some particular facet. The name in today's scriptures is Pastor, Shepherd. It is one of the numerous names that belong to Jesus, which he gives to the apostolic ministry. So that the names give a Jesus location where he is present in his saying of his words with the mouth he has put there for the saying of them. There is the saying of his words and the hearing of his words and so there is the church. As a child of seven years old knows where Whom we're hearing from. hear the voice of the shepherd, the voice of the pastor speaking the shepherd's words. The words are what feed the sheep. This feeding is the big verb for pastors. So those who may be called by the shepherd to be pastors are filled up with the words of the Lord at seminary. And at ordination, a load of the Lord's words are read onto and into uh, the ordinand. The words are then there for the Holy Spirit's use, as Jesus promised that his Spirit would bring them out as may be needed. And a pastor is then not left to try and think up uh, some of his own. A pastor's feeding the sheep is then Jesus feeding the sheep. Jesus feeding the sheep goes on where the pastor is feeding the sheep. They hear the shepherd's voice. Shepherd is Jesus, shepherd is pastor. Separate those and we are done for, fit only for the dunghill. AC 28 says it. Ezekiel 34 is even more devastating. The words of the Lord which he gave to his prophet Ezekiel to say for him. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel, prophesy and say to them, even to the shepherds, thus says the Lord God, O shepherds of Israel who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? The shepherds have fed themselves, they have not fed my sheep. My sheep, says the Lord. The rejected shepherds have been saying, my sheep, my people, my members, my church, and have been acting as if that were indeed the case. 
And then comes our Old Testament reading where it appears that the Lord, having written off the unfaithful shepherds, takes over the work of shepherd and does it directly himself. He is doing the good shepherding himself. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. True. But if you look more closely, you see that he is doing it by the mouth of his prophet, who speaks the words which carry the Lord's shepherding. Similarly, in Article 5 of the Augsburg Confession, after confessing the office of the Holy Ministry instituted by the Lord for the delivery of the salvation gifts confessed in Article 4, our attention is no longer directed to the ministers, but to the means of grace, which they have been put there for giving them out. Thus, we are left in no doubt that it is the Lord himself who is doing what the pastor has been put there to be his mouth and his hand for. As the large catechism observes, we see in holy baptism a man's hands, but it is the Lord himself who's doing it. In contrast with this, we have the consumerist church grocery people clericalizing by directing our attention to the man. You must sell yourself before you can sell your product. So the salesman puts himself forward, sort of Johnny Carson entry, and having established a relationship with himself, may go on into something concocted to work the people toward the manipulated result, which may help to meet the mission board's quota and so avoid a budget cut. One newly ordained was told by the branch office that he had five years to meet the quota, and if not, then the axe. The trouble is that there may then be some who have been baptised. Ezekiel speaks to this situation. The law part speaks to the pastors who put themselves in the way. The gospel part speaks of the Lord himself doing it, with no attention paid to the prophet through whom he is doing it. Separate the prophet, the pastor, as an independent item and he's done for, and will be no more use than his own doing, which will then not be the Lord's doing, and will not last. Only the Lord's doing lasts. Lasts to unfading glory. This too the chief shepherd shares with those whom he puts in his place for feeding the sheep. Here are the words given to Peter to speak, words brought out of him by the Holy Spirit, and so bestowing what they say and working their gifts in those into whom they are said. As they are read into you at your ordination, be shepherds of God's flock, that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not greedy for money, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, 
but being in samples of the flock. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Did we forget about St. Timothy? No, we've been where he's at all the time. Where the Lord put him, reading of scripture, preaching, teaching. Where the Lord may put you for the preaching of his words, for the giving out of his gifts to his people. Where there is salvation delivered for your hearers and for you. Crowns of unfading glory. Amen. Amen. Nice. Now, clearly, that's um, that's a a call day uh, service or so, something having to do with seminary placement and things of that sort. But still, very worth hearing, especially for pastors. That you know, we we like to try to bank on our personalities or our learning or or our looks or whatever it is. I definitely me and my looks, but you well, know, that's I, why you video your sermons <laughs> and, and, and post them shamelessly all over Facebook. Yeah. Well, if, if I had looks for that sort of thing, notice I, I just do audio. Yeah. Well, regardless, you know, we get in the way of things by, by trying to make it a personality thing, but it's, it's hard to escape that even in a, in a real um, confessional church where the pastor becomes the thing. All, all too often, are are we a personality thing? I know I am. I don't know. The God whispers. Is this a personality? Well, thing? this isn't church. Oh, okay. So it's okay then. Well, I don't know. I, I'm never going to say whatever we do is okay. What are we doing here? <laughs> Why are we doing this, Craig? It's okay. Um, you, you can yes, hear. yes. Even even um, if one is um, high and crazy liturgical and and orthodox and pure confessional. That can become a sort of a badge of distinction of the man. I've okay? seen he's I've, he's liturgical. He's confessional, as opposed to that other guy who's not. Well, or guys who do the liturgy up so big that it actually gets in the way of the message. Can yeah yeah, where you've got people you know just doing all sorts of weird stuff everywhere, and and people don't understand what's going on or why this is happening. All that they know is it seems very complicated and very uh, um, choreographed, and so it's it's interesting, maybe even funny. <laughs> but you know, well, it, it can get I in think the way it's of a, things. I think it's a reality. I, I've said this in my my talk on being seamal. The, the the reality of a new man hidden inside the old man. The new man in Christ always having to work through the old man. This applies also to the pastor. Yeah. So you have, you have a man, a justified sinner, plunked into the office of Christ. But it's always going to be the old Adam who is doing these things. That is the instrument by which these things are done. His mouth, his hands... His ego, his intellect, his reason, it's all, it's all there. Now, you have the mind of Christ, the will of Christ, the spirit of Christ. All of this is true. You are occupying the office of Christ. You have the Holy Spirit specifically for the execution of that office. All of this is true. Nonetheless, it's still, the, the office is still run by sinners is what I'm saying. Right, yeah. And as a result, the temptation will always be that Jesus must decrease and I must increase. That's, yeah. that's always that's always the case. No matter whether you're doing it by church growth principles, by liturgical principles, by confessional orthodoxy, whatever it is, it all becomes kind of look at me. 
look at me, don't, you know, not look at Christ, but, but look at me at what I'm doing. I, I think that it would be well among us as pastors to put a plaque in the pulpit that says, it's not about you. <laughs> or, or quoting John, he must increase and I must decrease. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the trouble. You get up, you do public speaking. Um, there's always a certain level of ego tripping with public speaking. I don't care if you're 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 giving a speech on it. You're a stage actor. You're a pastor. You're exhorting the people with the word of God. There's always a, a, you know it's ego trippy to be doing that. Yep, it is. Um, and in fact, if you you uh, are too humble and lowly, you're not even going to get up there and try. Well, there, it's, yeah, it's like it's like pe- musicians. It's like singers. You ever notice singers have really big egos and they're really strange people because you know they got this fragile instrument. But it takes a lot of chutzpah to stand up in front of a bunch of people and sing. It does. Hey, you know this is weird that that I chant the liturgy and then when it's karaoke time, I'm really bashful. Oh, I am too, <laughs> I, and, and I and I sing. I sing. Yeah. Um, but but uh, and and as a matter I, of fact, if if you don't. Play music in the background. I'm probably walking around singing Sinatra all day or something. At, anyway, that's funny. At, at, at higher things, <laughs> one of the most popular things with the kids is just karaoke. I mean, you just you set up a karaoke machine. The kids are all over it, and inevitably they want you know the the youth the youth people. They want to get you up there. Yeah, yeah. I hide. I don't even come to these events. <laughs> Going I, and here's the thing: I can sing. Yeah, you've got a good voice, but I can't <laughs> sing karaoke. I don't want to sing karaoke. I just you know, and and I've seen other people do it really well. Well, I was a musician. I sang in front of people all the time, but there's something about karaoke that just it was invented by drunk Korean businessmen. That's true. It, and and you know, there's there's this whole notion That's what karaoke means, if I'm not mistaken. Drunk Korean businessmen. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, right. Or Japanese, one of the two. Japanese. But but uh <laughs> you know, and the, the Japanese have this big thing where you you when when you when the boss goes out drinking, you go out drinking with the boss and you better be drinking with the boss and you better not get visibly slopping drunk. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Like him. See, that's you don't want that to happen. <laughs> but but karaoke, you know, that's that you can tell you've you've poured down a few uh flaming drinks, you know, and you start and singing the soundtrack. I gotta say, there are a few things more awesome than someone who stands up to sing and they suck. Oh. And, and but they're just going for well, they, it. And they embrace the suckage. Yeah, and they just go for it. And it and the, and it, it goes from bad. To so bad that it's great. Now, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Um, but th- there's also the opposite experience. Have you ever been to like an open mic karaoke thing? And somebody gets up and they do it better than the original. Yeah. And you go, holy smokes. You know, there should be a recording contract issued at the door. Usually here. I just think that's, that's not fair. This person's obviously a professional. This is for people that could who be. are not professionals. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's an it's a, it's a, it's a, a audio v- version of a photo bomb. You know, it just sort of ended up. Well, I I love anybody who tries to take on a Queen song because they're they're just going to. Oh, yeah. They're going to tank. Oh, yeah. No, you can't. No, you just cannot do Freddie Mercury. No. It's it's just not going to happen. No. Plus, I I can't. I have a hard time singing against just a complex backtrack. Yeah. You know, and and, and most. Unless you're used to it. Most pop songs are just all. The the backtrack is just chords and some doodling and stuff going on. But you don't have a lot to work with on that. So anyway, we've gone along, but this is all goes. How do we to get on to karaoke from cult Nagel? of personality? Oh, that's it. Yes, okay. And 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 the whole but idea that that you can Nagel, overdo the liturgy. Is Doctor Nagel a cult of personality? Absolutely. See, that's the, right. Even there, the mannerisms, the strangeness, the accent, the walking yeah. into walls, the you know. Well, no, the bat radar where you can avoid walls with your eyes closed. Yes, that's yeah, that's yeah. the really good one. But but uh, you know, even that. 
has its own sort of <laughs> cult of personality. It's unavoidable. And that's my point. It's unavoidable. Now, I've, you have I've to heard, recognize the danger and keep I've it I've heard pastors who go so overboard to not do this that they intentionally preach in a very monotone, boring right, the, way, which also gets in the way of the message. But yeah, that's it. No matter what you do. <laughs> See, and ult- I think you've touched on something. This is ultimately it is the only recourse you have is to actually be yourself. Yeah. Because that's the least act possible. I guess so. See, and, and just embrace it, whatever it is. The problem is too many of us have overdeveloped ham bones as pastors. Well, <laughs> so dial it back a little <laughs> bit. But nonetheless, to be comfortably yourself. Yeah. Uh, because if, if, you're, if you're going to do anything else, you're going to be doing... You're, Inevitably going to create your own sort of cult of personality. And, and it's just, it, but hey, Corinth, I belong to Paul, I belong to Cephas, oh, I belong yeah. to Apollos. It was all over the first century. Yeah, it all started early on. Yeah. yeah. And Paul has to say, hey, you know, who's Paul? Who's Cephas? I, I, I planted, I preached the word, Apollos watered, he baptized, God gives the growth. You know, who cares about these guys? And this, that was really Nagel's point. Pastor's instrumentality. Well, yeah. Instrument. He's not the, he is not the one. He is not ultimately, finally, the one who does these things. He is the mouth and the hands through whom the Lord does these things. Right. Well, and also, he's a guy that if you gave him praise, especially in public, he, he'd just smack you down for doing it. Nagel? Yeah. I remember the Nagel Fest trip. You know, they, it used to be a Fest trip. You had to be dead first, and then they'd write, you know, stories in your, or they'd write articles in your honor and publish it. But now they just wait for a significant birthday. And I think it was like his 65th birthday or something. But, but there's, in fact, I think the Fest trip. They were probably trying to usher him into retirement. Yeah, which I, he, yeah which he that's didn't right. Do. Hint, hint, hint. Um, <laughs> but it, I, think, I think the title of the Fest trip is In the Name of Jesus, right. which would make sense. Yeah. And uh, but I remember Norman's first words when he got up. You know, there were lots of people making speeches and saying wondrous things, and they had all the various representatives of the different eras of his his ministry and career there, and the contributors to the book, and all these wonderful things being said about Dr. Nagel. And then he finally gets up, and the first words out of his mouth: "Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto Thy name be glory given." See, and he, everybody just kind of looks sort of ashamed at that point. <laughs> you're just kind of looking down at your shoes and you're saying, oh. <laughs> well, this is a guy who knows uh, if if I indulge in this, I will become an egomaniac and I'm not going there. I, I, we had to do the protocols at the beginning of the class. You oh, yeah, the those? great fearsome protocols. Yeah, yeah and I a, stood up and I kissed his butt. Yeah. And he slapped me hard. Yeah, I, yeah. I stood up, well, as the good doctor said Oh, oh never. <laughs> oh, and he, he gosh. Said, he said, we'll have no ad hominems even of the positive sort. Nice. Yeah, here. no, he like, just oh. he fleshed that out right there, you <laughs> low life. But that's right. That's right. You're not going to, he's not going to no. permit that kind of, no, no, you know, no. I, I learned not to sucking up to. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that 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 has you pegged. Yeah. You start doing that, he starts paying even closer to. Right. It. Just deliver the goods. Well, and to be fair, after that, he actually you know keyed on what I said and then taught the rest of the class off of that. So he didn't he didn't slam me too hard. When, when Nagel rebuked, um, and I never experienced a rebuke, but 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 I, I have been uh, around those. Who, I mean, it was always to the point. You knew you'd been rebuked, and it was done with. Oh yeah, move on. Right, move on. This this would not unless you insisted on on being an idiot. 
In which case, it's your damn fault. At that point. <laughs> By the way, call day at St. Louis is May first. I looked that oh, up. Oh well, this is it's late. Late in call. This late this year. Though. Yeah. So I don't know if Fort Wayne's the day before, or the day after this year, but to all of you who are about to be called, you have Good our luck. sympathy. <laughs> May the Lord be merciful unto yeah. you all. He enjoys being a senator. Good night, Dad. Bye, Mr. McKenzie. Fine, go, you failure hour. Good night. William, move your head. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding, it's like an orange on a toothpick. You gotta give the boy a complex. Well, that's a huge noggin. It's a virtual planetoid. Has its own weather system. Heat, move! Hang on, baby, this is gonna get bumpy.